Hello, and welcome to Heart Failure Beat, a podcast brought to you by the Heart Failure Society of America, created especially for those of you treating heart failure in institutions around the world. I'm Dr. Kevin Shaw, your host for this season of the Clinician Podcast, and I'm very excited to bring you today's episode. We will be discussing the fact that we have two new hosts for the HFB Clinician Podcast. We're very excited to announce uh, and transition hosting duties from myself to two new excited heart failure clinicians who are going to be the new podcast hosts for this upcoming season. We had a lot of interest from people across the entire country, across disciplines, across career spectrum, and these two rose to the top in terms of their interests, their backgrounds, and really their passion for being more involved with the society from a podcast perspective. We're fresh off the annual scientific meeting. We're recording October 6th, and so this is a wonderful time for a transition to two new hosts. We'll start with some introductions. So our two hosts are Dr. Michael Beasley and Dr. Priya Umapathy. Dr. Beasley, he trained in cardiology and heart failure and transplant at Beaumont Hospital and Yale University. He's now in his third year on faculty at Yale. And Dr. Priya Umapathy trained at Johns Hopkins for cardiovascular disease and advanced heart failure and transplant cardiology. And she's also in her third year on faculty at Johns Hopkins. Priya, Michael, welcome to both of you. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. You know, today, this episode should be a light episode because we really want the listeners to get to know who their new hosts will be for the upcoming season. So I'd like to start with Michael, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what got you interested in cardiovascular medicine, and how you got to where you are today, and what you do day to day now. Sure. Well, well, thanks, Kevin. And this is really exciting to uh, become a part of this uh, podcast and the HFSA in a greater role. Um, so I'm originally from Michigan. I grew up in a really small town in the northern part of the state. It was a predominantly a, a farming town. But my dad was uh, the physician, uh, one of the physicians in town. So I had that influence throughout my life uh, growing up. Kind of it was expected that I would probably follow his lead into medicine at some point. And that's where my interest grew initially. I went to school in Michigan, uh, graduated from Michigan State University uh, from undergrad. And then I spent some time abroad in the Peace Corps in Tanzania. I can remember my dad telling me before I left to uh, fly to Tanzania that he had read in an article someplace that joining the Peace Corps, the time in Peace Corps for Peace Corps volunteers, that was the third most influential moment of their life outside of getting married and having children. But uh, little did I know that I was going to have all three of those things happen to me while I was in the Peace Corps. So it was quite a shock. But I met my wife, Mwavisu. We started a family, then uh, came back to the States and eventually went back to Michigan State uh, for medical school. And and then uh, we added uh, some more children to the family. So now we have four daughters, bounced around the country, and we're happily uh, living here on the Connecticut shoreline. I first got attracted to cardiology during my first year of medical school. We had a cardiovascular physiology professor named uh, Dr. Sparks, and I really enjoyed his hemodynamic lectures, you know, uh, but really all of the cardiovascular physiology, and that really drove me to start thinking about cardiovascular medicine. And then uh, in heart failure, I during my residency training, you know, I just loved working in the CCU. I loved the idea of taking care of uh, patients over a, a longer period of time and seeing how I could do both of those things within a certain subspecialty within cardiology attracted me towards uh, working in heart failure. So now I'm, like, as you mentioned, I'm junior faculty at Yale. 
I have an interest in medical education, and I'm hoping to carve out uh, myself a, a larger niche in that uh, here at the university and um, getting more involved with undergraduate med- medical education currently, and, and we'll see where things go from there. That's wonderful. Uh, Priya? Well, hello, Heart Failure World. I'm so excited to be part of this, uh, this podcast, and I guess my story is, is kind of a long one, so I will not work you folks, but it's uh, traversed a couple of countries and my accent is still catching up, I think, (laughs) because I was born in England and I grew up between England, India and the United States. And I did an assortment of education and training in these three countries and was exposed to um, a few healthcare systems because my mom is a physician. And really growing up, I thought I would be a scientist because I was able to to be in my teenage years, right around the time when DNA fingerprinting and genetics was just coming out. And I thought, how cool is this? And then, you know, shadowing my mom and some other folks, I I realized, wow, how cool is this to do in people (laughs) and actually deliver therapy? So I did my training in various labs around uh, India and England and the United States and did some of my medical training in India and England and the United States and actually did my fellowship and my medicine training exclusively in the U.S. And during this period of time, I really honed in on cardiology because unfortunately my my father developed a massive MI when I was a second-year medical student and he was halfway across the world. And I think that really transformed my life and my vision of what my career would look like from being a science-based career into really a sort of clinical, heavy translational career. And I had the good fortune of, um, you know, training at Johns Hopkins, where there's a lot of support for basic science and basic translational science and had great mentorship under the auspices of proteomics and gene therapies and hoped to bring some of that to the heart failure realm and community to design gene therapies and a clinical precision proteomics uh, platform from to do anything from diagnosis up to, to therapies. So that's sort of in broad strokes, the hats that I, I wear and, and hope to wear in the future of being a physician scientist. So at, at Hopkins, I am, as Kevin mentioned, a third year faculty member of the advanced heart failure section. I have a clinical interest in cardiac metabolism uh, my basic science uh, duties, I have a lab here, and we focus on basic strategies and translation strategies for cardiometabolic reprogramming. So I also lead the cardiometabolic heart failure clinic at Hopkins. So I'm hoping to marry patients, populations, cells, and hearts in one fluid continuum. And apart from that, in my spare time, I think at the end of the, this podcast, we'll talk about some unusual uses I have for liquid nitrogen. That's great. This past season for the podcast, it's actually changed and grown and evolved quite a bit. And you know, now we're going from one host to two hosts. And I think the listeners will love to hear sort of the, the ideas both of you have for this upcoming season, just in terms of what they can expect in terms of either topics or segments or how the podcast might sound. So maybe Priya, if we could start with you, what do you envision for this upcoming season that, uh, that you and Michael will be leading? I will probably, Mike and I have had a few discussions about this, actually many discussions. We are so excited to bring some of our ideas and hopefully our community will like them and give us feedback about what you like and what you hate. And I was really inspired from a topic area perspective from the recent HFSA meeting that we just off of, and I'm really on fire about a couple of topics. And I think some big themes 
that we will try to, to visit in the next year are around the transplant allocation system. There are so many questions and sort of burning concerns and and things to address that I think that will feature in, in some of our episodes in the upcoming year. Another topic that really, I think, is something that that uh, mandates discussion and debate is um, health equity in heart failure. Where are our failings and how do we address them? And I think it's going to take it's going to take many approaches for us to, to get to where we need to be. So these are just two of the many, many lists of, uh, of topics that I think I was inspired to really bring to our heart failure community. Michael, same question to you. What can the listeners expect this upcoming season? broad topics or ideas? Well, taking a little bit of a different approach uh, than Priya, um, I think uh, one of the other things that we've talked about is changing the format of the podcast a bit, as opposed to having maybe, you know, one longer uh, discussion between the host and either a single individual or a group of people. uh, We thought about dividing it up into different segments and uh, having segments that might repeat from episode to episode. Some of these segments could include you know, what's hot coming out of certain conferences that may have just taken place. Um, it could include uh, certain really popular topics in the literature that have come out in, you know, the, our known journals over the past month or two since we had last talked. I also really want to try to, to take the podcast uh, towards the whole heart failure care team and, you know, including uh, advanced practice providers, pharmacists, nurses, and try to uh, develop content that's going to be not only interesting for physicians, which has been most of it in the past, but moving towards trying to make this a more inclusive dis- forum for discussion, uh, especially considering HFSA really prides itself on being a multidisciplinary organization uh, that welcomes people from all these different backgrounds. I think people are going to be excited. You know, we've had some conversations offline about some of the ideas and topics, and both of you have some tremendous ideas. So I think I think it's going to be really fun for both of you. You know, one thing that's always helpful is to kind of draw the curtain back a little bit, meaning for listeners to understand how will the podcast ideas be generated, how they've been generated in the past. And importantly, if people that are either members of the society or just heart failure clinicians in general, if they have ideas for topics, for guests, for just discussions that they feel like would, would merit podcast episode, what suggestions do you have in terms of getting in touch with both of you? And what do you think the, the mechanics of some of the episode generation is going to, to actually look like? Maybe, Michael, we can start with you and then go to Priya. The first part of this in regard to how are you able to get in touch with us, there's a variety of mechanisms which you could... Uh, pursue. And Priya and I are going to be very open to taking suggestions from uh, the community as we want to produce a show that is of interest to everybody that uh, that is taking care of heart failure patients across the country. You're welcome to email us at hfbeat at hfsa.org. The website of our podcast is hfsa.org slash hfbeat. And then Priya and I both are on Twitter, and we would welcome uh, direct messages uh, to our Twitter accounts if you'd like to reach us that way. Uh, That would be just fine. We also do have an editorial board, uh, which I was happy to be a part of last year. And this is a group of uh, individuals, again, from multidisciplinary specialties, all part of the different uh, facets of the heart failure care team uh, that come together and discuss possible ideas for shows to try to help create content 
and uh, identify guests that might be interesting to have on the show. And uh, really interested to continue working with our editorial board uh, over the year to come. This podcast is for this community, and I truly believe the success of our mission is a collaborative one. So help help us help you. <laughs> you know, when we talk about equity and heart failure, let's talk about equity and communication. So uh, really are interested in hearing your feedback and your ideas. And we will try to include our Twitter handles when we post this podcast. And I'm at Priya Mapati. And Michael, you're at? M.H. Beasley, M.D. Wonderful. To wrap up, let's end on a light note to let the listeners know even a little bit more about yourselves. How about what are your favorite podcasts? We can start with Michael. You know, one of the big reasons I was super excited to have this opportunity is that I'm a, a large, just this is a very big podcast fan in general, and I've followed a number of the cardiology podcasts over the past uh, years, really since uh, internal medicine residency training, uh, you know, is when I think I started listening to the podcasts at that point in time. The ones that come to mind that I really enjoy and would like to try to mirror uh, how I uh, create content for Heart Failure Beat uh, would be uh, This Week in Cardiology with John Mandrola. Uh, I love how he's able to uh, really critically appraise journal articles and not necessarily take what was stated at, at face value, but really get into the details or go into the weeds to figure out, you know, is this something truly that's going to move clinical practice or is this something that has more hype than really practical use uh, in patient care? Um, and I also like Kim Eagle's Eagle's Eye View, which, you know, does a similar thing about a news roundup of uh, stories that have been published or articles that have been published over the past week. I think he does his weekly. Um, and I'd like to put something together like that for our heart failure community uh, in regards to, you know, things that have been published or maybe things that have been published and maybe missed by the larger community. But those things that I think are important for everybody to know. Priya, how about yourself? I would say that, you know, some of my, I'm echoing Michael's thoughts. I have some of my favorite podcasts and they're a little bit diverse, but the cardiocentric ones are, you know, Cirque on the Run and you know, the Jack Heart Failure series. And I love the democratization of communication, you know, even things like Carriers that started here at Hopkins, I think it's these grassroots ideas of taking sort of big, big papers and big, big topics and breaking them down and maybe really translating them to the greater community and to speak to some of the, the niches that are out there. I would love to bring that flavor along with Mike to um, our upcoming year to kind of draw from different sources and different voices uh, to amplify our message for better care of our patients and our community. And I think the the personal pieces of this is hopefully Mike and I's personalities will come through. And, you know, if there's any questions about molecular gastronomy or the alternative uses of liquid nitrogen, let me know. Do you guys have, before we wrap up today, just any sort of last words for your new audience as you take over for the podcast? Uh, we can start with Michael and then Priya again. Final words, thoughts, questions, anything? I think, first of all, I'm just really grateful for this opportunity. The thing I'm very passionate about is being a teacher. And I, I really f would love to use this uh, platform to, to help teach our community how to better take care of patients. And other than that, I'm just like, you know, I'm a pretty simple guy. Like I said, I'm a small town guy. I'm a girl dad. That's basically who I am. And uh, hopefully I'll bring those perspectives to the things that we talk about. I echo Michael's uh, sentiments, really grateful to have this opportunity 
to use a biology analog, you know, a transducer or an amplifier of uh, messages where we try to take the best from our community and disseminate it amongst our community for a healthy community for all of us who serve patients and for the patients that we serve. Um, so grateful to be part of this and uh, look forward to hearing from all of you and serving you. Awesome. Well, we're all very excited for you guys. Uh, I can tell you from my perspective, this has been a really unique opportunity, an opportunity for growth professionally. And I've only received a lot of positive feedback as just a, a wonderful way, like you mentioned, Priya, to get the message out to work with people, to collaborate with people across the country, and honestly make friends uh, professionally. So I really hope it's as fulfilling of an experience and opportunity for you guys as it was for me this past season. And thank you both for taking this on because it frees up my plate just a little bit, which I appreciate. Well, we know you did a wonderful job, Kevin. We have some big shoes to fill, Um, but thank you for, uh, you know, opening the doors for us and, and giving us great direction about how to get this thing uh, continue moving as we go forward. Hope we make you proud, Kevin. <laughs> both will do fantastic. For our listeners, as you all know, you can find both of our current guests and our brand new hosts on Twitter. So follow them and reach out to them about the podcast. As you know, for more information on advances, late-breaking news in the field of heart failure care, subscribe to the podcast, find HFSA on Twitter, hfsa.org slash heartfailurebeat to learn all about the podcast created by the society and to all the listeners out there thank you and have a wonderful day